Assalamu alaikum. Hey guys. Welcome back to Two Alike podcast. This is the second episode of our podcast. Um, this episode was supposed to come out a while ago, um, but qadar Allah, it didn't. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be. Um, Alhamdulillah, it's out now. Um, it's coming out now. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is a really good one. I'm sorry, guys. I'm yeah, so this one is a really good one. The reason why I didn't come out earlier was because originally we wanted this to be our first episode because I feel like in this episode, when we were editing it, I saw how much you could see of our banter. Wait, did we even introduce what this episode was Oh, about? no, we didn't. Um, this, episode, <coughs> this, episode, this episode is about friendship. Um, so this podcast is run by two friends. Obviously, we're going to talk about friendship. A two-part oh, series. Oh, yeah, it's a two-part series. It's a two-part series on friendship. Um, talking about the do's and don'ts of a friendship. First episode is the don'ts, and the second one is the do's. So in this episode, we go into details of what basically makes a trash friend. Yeah, what makes a trash friend from both sides, like to watch out or how to notice a trash friend and how you could be, how could you could be a bad you friend. Know. I hope you guys can join us every week, um, inshallah, for a new episode. These are going to be very thought-provoking conversations, um, chilled conversations. So today's episode is about friendship. Um, we did establish that we are two friends, so we wanted to do a conversation around that topic. Um, it's going to be a two-part series. We are going to be speaking about um, love languages and friendships. We're going to talk about what you provide or bring to a friendship, what you should receive from a friendship and just everything surrounding friendship just the do's and don'ts basically do's and don'ts should we start with the positive or do you, should we start the do's or the don'ts what do you um mean? the do's keep it positive i think we should end with positive really yeah <laughs> okay then go on what would you say is a, a characteristic you wouldn't want to have in a friend um i think um as i said aligning with maybe um love languages yeah so five love languages are quality of time words of affirmation, gift giving, physical touch, and acts of service. Um, as you said, some people think that that can only work in a friendship, I'm sorry, in a relationship, yeah. um, but like in a um, romantic relationship, but you can align these with um, friendships. Um, for a massive don't, I would say something that you value, that they don't value, mm-hmm or they disregard could be a big problem. So say if you really valued quality time and this person disregarded that and um, didn't really appreciate how important it is to you, then that could be an issue. Um, align yourself with somebody that values your values you and your interests mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Even if they might, they might not, that might not be their um, love languages, but for them to respect that and- um, Accommodate you. Accommodate, yeah. yeah. My big big don't i'm extremely passionate about this is someone who makes you the joke of a conversation basically being disrespectful that's a big no-no if a person makes you the joke of a conversation that laughs at you and not with you that's not your friend oh okay yeah i draw the line there we were speaking about this actually Mm -hmm. so um what's your opinion on someone who okay say you were in a situation and someone made you the joke of the conversation like what's your opinion on how to handle the situation so um we recently um spoke about this actually Mm -hmm. and we spoke about we we were listening to an episode um from a very a podcast that we enjoy listening to yeah um there was a conversation about being made fun of in a group and how they should go about it would it be viewed as being 
being arrogant if you were to say something to people or should you put that firm like no don't do this Mm-hmm. Um, as my friend, I don't want this to be said to me. Or should you just brush it off? In the conversation, they spoke about um, looking at it from forgiveness, the perspective of forgiving, mm-hmm. moving on. Yeah, I think I see that in you a lot. You practice that a lot. So, like, just forgiveness and moving on. But I like the balance you have, and that's something I want to learn from you because I feel like you have the right balance. So, if it's a certain situation where someone maybe comes across as disrespectful or does something that you don't like particularly like depending on the person like I feel like five out of ten you'll just forgive them or not really mention it and move on and the other like half other 50% you would speak to that person pull them aside solve the situation and then move on so yeah I appreciate that a lot but um yeah I just don't like confrontation so I would probably with me, I think you can tell when I don't like something. Yeah. Like you could tell from my facial expressions. Yeah, your face so away. my face. So because I don't want to say too much, I would probably be annoyed. Um, but I would at first I would let it go, and then I would probably say something after that. But I do it. And I think I know that people are very like can be very hostile. Yeah. So um, it's better to kind of um, go around like be very professional when confronting someone i think like i've learned like through time people don't take you seriously when you are too um when you're emotional like if you're emotional Mm -hmm. they become emotional back like they're very they like to argue they'll argue back with you yeah and they become extremely defensive it's just not yeah yeah yeah. but if you're coming from a place of like points this is what i didn't like and that's it period Mm -hmm. um you can move on from it because you've established i really don't this is what i think this is how i felt I'm not looking for a back and forth. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And there was like, there was a time when like recently we had um, a gas meter guy come to our house. Yeah. And um, he was being very um, unprofessional. Mm-hmm. And I must have said, let's not argue. And it triggered something in him and he got really defensive. And it was just, he would keep going on and on and on. I'm not arguing. Who's arguing? But I thought maybe if I was just like, sir... We, you know, we don't appreciate this. We're just going to try and get this done for you as soon as possible. Just bear with us, da 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 Yeah. He probably would have gone and react a lot calmer. Yeah. But because it was as if I was coming for him mm-hmm. personally, mm-hmm. he would he came back the same way, yeah. feeling attacked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would probably say something, but in a very, like, point-blank period type of way. Mm-hmm. That's not... Would you? Okay, let's see how well you know me. What do you think I would do? Um, in that situation, I do know. You would take the... You wouldn't say anything to the person there and then because I think you would look for the best situation, best setting to Nine speak about it t- yeah. and say it's probably another time. Nine times out of ten, I just forgive the person to move on without really mentioning much. But the key word, but, is it depends on the person and the relationship and the friendship I have with that person. If I see them as a genuine really close friend then i think it's wise to not always address the situation when once it's happened mm. like maybe a day later two days later you can pull them to the side and when the emotions are all like down you're no longer so angry and hostile about what they said and not coming back at them because usually people are tit for tat so when you're not trying just because they hurt your feelings you're not trying to get one one back on them mm. i feel like that's the best way to sort it out usually what i do to be honest is i just if they're my acquaintance, I just, you know, forget, forget, move on. If I know that their actual intention wasn't hostility and animosity and, like, 
to disrespect me. And if it's my close friend, you know this. <laughs> if it's my close friend, I'll wait for the right time. So um, going back to the episode that we listened to about um, whether you should confront situations like that or not, um, they spoke about um, the right time and the right ways to do it mm-hmm. and how it's not, though you should forgive um, Islamically, um, forgive and um, just move on from that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in a position where you have, where you need to confront this issue, say you're you're in a, a position of power and um, you've ally, uh, um, tasked people with um, something to do, or um, well behind you, below you, behind you, in the sense that they work for you mm-hmm. or they are doing something for you. Um, if you feel as though you are not being taken seriously, you should confront those issues confront the situations like you said taking someone to the side and speaking them speaking to them like that but do you have your own way other way of confronting people because you said it's different with a friend and an acquaintance yeah how would you go about it with an acquaintance and how would you go about it with a friend to be honest with an acquaintance as long as I don't see the, as long as I don't feel that they're coming from a place of hostility and animosity and not coming for me intentionally being extremely disrespectful I just let it go, to be honest. But what was your thing with the friend? Because we've had this, we've we've spoken about this before. Yeah. But what was the thing with the friend? But I feel like with a friend, okay, first of all, okay, there's different situations. If I don't like, there's times where it's just me and a friend, mm-hmm. and say something happens that I don't like, I can't both keep things bottled in. I just have to let it out. Okay. Uh, the reason I have to let it out is because I don't like holding grudges. Mm. And if you're my friend, I care about you and love you so much. So I don't want anything to fester and like manifest in me or any like ill feelings. I don't want to have any ill feelings towards you. And I'm like this with my siblings as well. If they do something, I'm like, ah, like, I'm ready to like express how I feel. But that's because I feel safe and I feel that I don't mind being vulnerable with my feelings in front of those people because I've built a foundation with them and I've built a trust with them and I know that they will listen to what I need to say mm. and not come at me defensive mm. and actually understand and comprehend that I'm coming from a place of hurt. So once I let it go, it takes me like two minutes to go over it once I've said what that's I need so to say. True. Yeah, <laughs> once that's I said so what I need true. to say. But that's the reason why I say it, because once I said what I need to say, I no longer feel any type of way. I don't have any grudges. Mm. My heart is pure for you. I don't feel any ill way. And I, I keep it moving. But some situations, when it, like if I'm in group situations with my friends, and I feel like something happened, I don't feel like my friends disrespect me, because my friends are going to listen to this. Pause. Let me make a disclaimer. My friends don't disrespect me. Guys, you don't disrespect me. It's not that. It's like something I don't like. I've never been in a situation with in a situation where friends disrespect me because they're not your friends if they disrespect you. But um, if, the, if it's a situation where I don't like and my friends have done something I don't like and it's in a group scenario or group setting or it's a public mm-hmm. place, I tend not to say anything and look at the bigger picture and see why they might have done that. And then if I have an op- opportunity, pull them to the side, tell them how I feel. I thought like this, this and this. I didn't really like the fact they did this. I thought it came across as disrespectful because of A, B and C. And then they explain themselves um, if they have something to say or if they genuinely apologise, they apologise and we just move on. But I feel like if it's not a close friend of yours and it's an acquaintance, if it's a, like a work colleague or someone you have to see every day, squash it. I think you squ- actually squash it regardless. But with me, if it's an acquaintance, it's not that deep to me. Mm. That's just me. That's my personal opinions. But I think in general, if it's going to affect your mental health and affect you internally and you some grudges and ill feelings and hatred is going to fester, 100%, I think, confront the person. But confrontation sounds so negative. It doesn't have to be so aggressive and so harsh. And, you know, just say what you need to say. Once you've calmed down, don't be on complete anger, complete high, fuming, see all red and try to talk to someone about how you feel. Mm. Calm down, take a breather yourself, 
figure out your feelings, figure out why you feel what you felt, and then speak to them in a like, polite, orderly manner. And if they respect you and apologize, and if, this is how you know if they're genu- a genuine friend. If they respect you, apologize and say, you know what, I'm not gonna do it again. That's how you know they care about If you're there, like, oh, it's not that deep though. Or no. It's not gonna work. Yeah, that's yeah. not someone who you can keep in your life because they will continuously hurt you and never respect your opinions. I think that's very important, um, telling each other how you feel. I think there and then, mm-hmm. it, it's hard, but I, f- but I think it's very important because grudges and um, and um, ill feelings can grow when you are silent and don't really confront issues. And I think if you establish, I think as we've grown older, it's become easier to confront issues like this. But when you're younger, it might be a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you, when you're young, it's all about beef. No, when it's younger, it's actually quite entertaining to have issues of like, like friendship, like fights, and do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not as as you get older, it's a bit tedious and tiring because there's so many people, there's so many things, responsibilities that you have um, on top of maintaining friendships 100%. and keeping people around you. As it, because you're getting older, you need to. I feel like you need to have that strong bond and group of people around you while you're moving. Everybody's busy, everyone's got school, uni, work, this, that. So so you have to move forward, be very um, vocal with how you feel. So I think like now, if I was to have an issue with a friendship, with a friend, it would not be hard for me to say, this is how I feel. It, it wouldn't be as hard as it, it wouldn't be as hard as it would have been before. I feel like sooner or later, I'd be able to say something. Sooner than later, actually, I'd be able to say something. That's really, really important. I think if you establish what type of the person that you are and who you are and what you value, and if you respect yourself, others would 100%, 100% respect you. Yeah, I live by that quote. I was gonna say, um, whilst you were talking, it just literally sparked a thought, another don't, okay? I can't stand this, I can't stand this, I can't stand this. Tardiness, being late. Being late, okay? okay. <laughs> I feel like now we're young women. Put a shade, go on. <laughs> I, we have a lot of friends, I think, people don't take the time out to actually invest time mm. and understand having friends is a responsibility mm. and your friends have rights over you. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have decided to meet at a certain place, don't be late. That just shows you don't respect their time. You don't respect your friend. 100%. I think that personally. If mm. someone is late, mm. that's just that's just offensive to me especially like like we're all busy now we're all growing older the older you get the more busy you become and that's just blatant disrespect to your time to you yeah no we spoke and this is 100 like i agree with this 100 percent because it's easy to be um we're not saying everyone does this in you're a bad person because you're late mm-hmm. but there's a level of respect that there's respect that needs to be in a friendship but i feel like lateness and um bailing stuff like that could be seen as um disrespectful sometimes mm-hmm. i feel like if your friendship group or the people that you're around understand where you're coming from or what's going on or why this is happening or why you're late it depends on the person they can maybe excuse that and move on from it but if you understand that you being late or you not turning up is an issue and that it's not just whatever it's not it's 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 it doesn't mean anything then that person needs to self-reflect that person needs to no self-reflect and also understand that okay i'm late today i need to apologize i need to understand that this is an important thing and i need to sincerely apologize and um you know understand that what i've done is wrong 
and work to be better because we were human beings we, we, we're gonna mess up we're gonna you know have you know issues in friendships we're not gonna turn up sometimes we're gonna be late we're gonna um, argue it happens but it's always building and learning to be better I was gonna say but um do you remember the time I told you about that post of um, the girl that was like, um, I used to turn up late consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would always come late to meeting a, f- a certain friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And um, one day out of the blue, like mm-hmm. she messaged, no, I was late for something. She messaged me and she goes, um, it was just like a really long um, message. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the whole thing. Yeah. But I know that she basically ended the friendship there and then oh, wow. saying that she couldn't accept this um, lateness all the time it was just getting a bit too disrespectful so in the most respectful beautiful way like i love the whole like Mm -hmm. um response the whole message was amazing she was like i'm ending this friendship now because i can't i'm not gonna take this disrespect yeah you're a great you're a nice person you're a great person but i'm not taking that right now in my life i'm not going to be telling you to hurry up, come, um, make sure you get here all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have other responsibilities, people to see. Um, I've put effort to come and see you and you've you've not put that same energy in there. That goes behind the whole, um, are you, like this goes behind another discussion of, are you giving me the same energy? Yeah. Is this a 50, a oh, 10, do you know what I mean? Is this a 90, 10 friendship? Yeah. Is this a, I was just going to say before 30, we moved 40. on to that, yeah, go on. Um, my, one of my work colleagues, <clears throat> she's 24 years old and she was like to me, so she basically went all the way to Thorpe Park, well, let me not exaggerate, we live in London, <laughs> she went to Thorpe Park and she was chatting me up with her friends, um, well one specific friend and her friend didn't end up turning up straight away so she was waiting half an hour, 40 minutes and she like, she literally came back, like left Thorpe Park, she just literally messaged her friend like I've left, I've been waiting for too long, um, I'm just going home. And then she came Scary. to work. Yeah, she came to work the next day. And she was talking to me about it. She goes, Najma, I'm 24 years old. Like I haven't got time to be waiting on these people. And I'm like, and she goes, the older you get, the more you realise. And lo and behold, I've become her. Like I don't expect to be waiting for you for three minutes. Yeah, 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 no. 100%. Because you have, as I said, like there's a lot of resp- there's a lot of responsibility that comes with a friendship, right? Yeah. Sooner or later, we're gonna be a lot older than we are now. We're gonna have a lot more responsibilities, mm-hmm. and it's not gonna be as easy as it is now to maintain friendships so even now when it's tough it's not as hard as it could be so focus on the individuals like focus on those that you want around you and put your 100% in those that you have with you now you can build other friendships and you know go around and make friends but if you're seeing flaws in some of the friendships that you have now or the way that you interact with people now I would say work on that before you start running around yeah you know my thoughts on all of this yeah Yeah. you know my thoughts on all of this yeah i i get anxiety thinking about um, i sound so dramatic oh my god okay i get anxiety thinking about like my relationships and like my friendships with people relationships i mean friendships guys okay yeah (laughs) my friendships with like all my friends right now like all the girls so i'm i always i i get stressed out like am i paying enough energy and time and communication into all my friendships like I don't want to I just don't want to be a trash friend to be honest and sometimes it stresses me out quite a lot and I come to you I'm like oh my god I feel so stressed and but even like um when it comes to like um is there no like you said there's rights upon you're saying rights upon deal-wise Islamically as a person you have people have rights over you 
forget that my my own body has, has rights over me. My mum has rights over me. My dad has rights over me. My brothers and sisters have rights over me. My friends have rights over me. My teacher has rights over me. I my feel neighbor like has rights over me. My neighbour right, has rights over me. I feel like being a good person, we strive for perfection, but it's never attained. So being a good per- person, a part of striving for, for perfection is trying to build strong bonds and strong relationships and trying to be the best person you can mm. for other people, trying to be the best friend you can, trying to be the best daughter you can, trying to be the best neighbour you can, trying to be the best sister you can. Um, did you say friend? Trying to be the best, I don't remember, trying to be <laughs> the best friend you can. I think I did. But constantly striving for that, it's a it's an uphill battle. Like mm. I don't think you can ever find that balance. As cliche as it sounds, as long as you're following the deen properly and practising it properly and being a good Muslimah, it encompasses everything. Mm. It encompasses all the characteristics to, to be a good friend, to be a good neighbour, to be a good sister. So, yeah. Dean-wise, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, as you said, like, as long as you're um, following the deen mm-hmm. properly, you'd understand, you'd value and understand how important a friendship is and how um, much responsibility you have. It builds a very healthy friendship, a healthy relationship. When you're both um, bigging each other up. You know how like one of the words of um, one of the love languages is is words of affirmation. Yeah. And like always encouraging your friend and um, avoiding jealousy or if if that comes in a friendship, you gotta move away. You gotta gotta do something about yourself. Yeah. Just avoid those type of things of like um, jealousy and um, um, thinking it's weird to say well done to a friend or or. Um, helping them be better, mm-hmm. big each other up, build a healthy relationship, just as, if, as you would want to build a healthy romantic relationship, mm-hmm. the same thing should be applied to you. The same thing should be applied with friendships. I think just value and be healthy and be um, compassionate and... Um, just knowing that your friend's success is your success. Like, 100%. Yeah. Celebrating your friend is like, like celebrating your friend's successes is, should make you happy should like cause like joy and excitement for you so when i see my friends achieve well, like i've achieved because mm. you want to see them win you want to see your friends win do you know what i mean yeah so you yeah. want the best for your friends mm-hmm. um in any situation yeah. like you'd always want them to be better and do better because your friends also reflect you like the people you keep around you reflect you as well birds of a feather flock together <laughs> i've never known have you never heard that never Birds of a feather flock together. No, what were the sayings called? That's they use idioms. Yeah, no, That's I don't idiom. understand. Yeah, yeah, you're probably gonna be using a lot of idioms in this in these episodes, but I will not understand any of them. Birds of a flock fly what? No, birds of a feather flock together. Basically, the same type of birds go together. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. So the same type of people. Like, okay, let's do a hadith, guys. If you don't know an idiom. That Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu reported, Prophet ﷺ, um, said, "A man is upon the religion of his best friend, so let one of you look at whom he befriends." So this is Sunan al-Tirmidhi and it's um, um, Sahih according to al-Nawiwi. When we're looking back at the um, people reflecting you or like my friend is... Your friend a way, is a reflection of you. Of you, yeah. yeah. If I see things in you that don't really align with my moral compass, I wouldn't want to... I would feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. leading, continuing that friendship or holding a friendship like that. Um, it's, I think people sometimes talk about it in like a political sense. They're like, oh you don't have to be in the same political mind frame to be um, friends or like... Um, I, I disagree with that hugely. Oh, really? Yeah. So if somebody was like, oh, I support um, 
a political candidate that wants no, to. If, if I, I can't be friends with a Boris Johnson support. I'm oh yeah, sorry, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm I mean. Saying, I disagree with that, so I can't be friends with. Yeah, him. I couldn't be friends with yeah. you if you were like again, like your friends reflect you, and if you disagree with something, they agree with something. It's fine to disagree and agree on, but I feel like a major thing yeah. it could be very problematic. Yeah, yeah, because you tend to align yourself with people you feel comfortable with because you have you share the similar goals, maybe you share similar characteristics. Mm. It's it's that element of respect and valuing the friendship. Yeah. I'm just going to say, this whole mini discussion stemmed from, I said it was the ayah in Surah Zuhruf, and I'm not going to read it in Arabic, no one's coming for my tajweeds, sorry. So, in English it means, friends on the day will be enemies of one another, except those who have piety. So it's Surah 43, ayah 67. From this ayah, it is clear that on Day of Judgment, there won't be any friends, rather it would be a situation that friends would turn into enemies. At such an instant, only those who are pious would remain friends of each other. Therefore, if one is to make friends, then he or she should make friends who are pious, because such friends don't just remain friends in this world only, rather they remain friends in the world hereafter as well, and help each other out. We could leave this link, or this link, sorry, in the description. There's a little description of the podcast. Yeah, and so you can, can read, read that. Through, yeah, yeah. through it. Because there's so many different eyes talking about friendship here, and it has the t- um, tafsir, the explanation as well underneath. Um, doesn't this relate to um, the rights of, um, you know how we talk about the rights of a friend and the rights of, um, the rights that a friend has upon you? Yeah. Um, that's the same thing, no? That's Yeah, yeah, that literally relates to the rights a friend has over you. We spoke about a lot of don'ts so far, but... Don'ts doesn't necessarily always mean cutting people off, because I get there's a big trend of cut those friends, like cut people off. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it can be a bad thing in certain um, situations. You as a person... No, all I was going to say is it's become such a fashion trend on Twitter. to like, oh, I'm cutting so and so off, I'm cutting so and so off. But I feel like people need to self-reflect, have you been a good friend? You know? Oh yeah, we need to get into that. Have you been yeah. a good friend? Do you do any of these things? Um, if you do, work on those. Work on becoming a better person, a better friend. Um, but going back to cutting people off, friendships are gonna be rocky. It's, every relationship is rocky, but it's always about being honest and working through those. And whenever there's an issue or a problem, you can always. Do you know what I mean? Because you can align yourself with people that are completely like you, which is not always the case. But even if they're completely like you, there's gonna be issues with human beings. Do you know what I mean? Someone's gonna say something you didn't like. Someone's gonna do something you didn't like. So it's always about working to build that friendship into something that is solid. Yeah, 100%. I feel like in terms of cutting people off, I think it's so sad we live, well, I'm just talking about what I see on Twitter. We live in the such timeline. a- The timeline. The timeline, the TL. I feel like we, we're living in such a selfish, self-indulgent society where everyone's all about me, 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 I expect this, I want this. I, but very rarely do you see people self-reflect. They expect so much and the expectation, the fact that, what's the word I'm looking for? The fact that they feel entitled to have the world and be treated like an absolute queen, absolute king. With no issues coming, with, with no, facing no issues. No, but just the expectation and the entitlement. But do you give that same energy back? You only receive what you give. Mm. You get what you give out. So you should always want the best for yourself. I don't think that's what you mean. You should always want the best for like yourself. No, but like I feel like people should just live by the statement of, if you want the best for yourself, give out the best. The best. Yeah. Don't expect to want the best for yourself or be a trash friend. Yeah. So things that I see on the timeline that is quite um, that sometimes come off come off it comes off as quite selfish mm-hmm. and um, would I say irrational? It just yeah, it, extremely irrational. Though Alhamdulillah, like we a lot of us nowadays do understand our self worth, self worth, mm-hmm. and understand that um, we deserve the best. But 
but that's amplified to such an extreme. Okay, an extreme, yes, because friendships can be, like, think, as I said, we're humans, we make mistakes, things are going to be rocky, you're going to have, um, you're going to have issues here and there, um, not only but that, people don't, don't give up on people so easily, I yeah, think, maybe. Not, not only that, people don't understand the meaning of a low-maintenance friendship, like, my closest friends are such low-maintenance friendships, like, yeah. we have the biggest motives, but it's not every single day I have to speak to them, every single day I have to message them, every single day I have to talk to them, That's, that comes as, like, a burden. Do you know what this also comes under? Yeah. Are you an individual outside of a friendship? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, do you... What do you mean by that? When I say individual outside of a friendship is, are you dependent on that friendship? Like, is every is your life that friendship? Must you have those people around you 24-7? Must those people be there for you 24-7? Not, as I said, we're human beings. We have our own um, priorities, our own um, issues ourselves. <laughs> that sometimes, like, I've come across people that um, are very dependent on a friendship um everything must stop and they must be heard however they're feeling everything must stop i feel like if you've got your own because we're older i'm thinking i'm coming this i'm seeing this from like our perspective yeah. because we do our own stuff mm-hmm. do you know what i mean we have our own things going on yeah. that we're not we're not seeing each other every single day we're making, we're, we're making ourselves sound so old guys we're not that old we're not that old <laughs> I just but we're not that old but we're not i'm not saying to myself i must like where is she today what's she doing i need to yeah. call her now da, da, da. i know you've got your own things going on i would want someone to appreciate that as well mm-hmm. do you get what i mean like, yeah i see i see you're coming from 100 percent. so you're basically saying the comfortability and the codependence on a friend uh-huh, there we go you said it nicely yeah. that's what i mean so like the dependence on another person mm-hmm. that you don't do your own thing you don't you don't think about sorting out your own it sounds a bit harsh but your own issues like yeah. dealing with it and then coming back and speaking to them maybe if you want to let your emotions out that's completely fine but i mean sometimes some people really like depend on other people i was listening to a podcast where um the carefree black girl podcast yeah carefree and black podcast we'll link the episode which you're talking about there the i will try and find that episode yeah. so the care in this episode um the host of the podcast spoke about um a friendship that she had well she had a friend that would always depend on her to be there when she had an issue so um she said that it got too much she would start telling her and other people that whenever she was dealing with her own issues or she couldn't take on those issues Mm -hmm. she'd be like i'm sorry i can't do this today i'm going through my own stuff i want to help but i know that i can't take it all in yeah that's a very brave thing to do it is brave yeah but i I don't know i I commend her for that but that that just means that her friend, the friend of hers, was going to her for her problem silver and not a soundboard. Because I feel like there's a difference between going to your friend as a therapist and using your friend as a soundboard or someone to like guide you and aid you sometimes. Mm. Do you see? Yeah. So I feel like as a human, mental health is extremely important. So you can use a friend as a soundboard and like just express yourself because a problem, what is a problem shared is a problem halved. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't want it to sound too harsh, as if I'm saying don't come to people with your problems. I'm not saying that, but it's like you're you're solely dependent on that person Mm -hmm. to solve your issues and listen to you 24-7, when it shouldn't be like that. I feel like if you're not conscious that this person is another human being who has their own issues and I can't come to them 24-7... It's just selfishness, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, and that's such extremely depressing depressive cycle and I feel like you wouldn't be a good friend if you allowed your friend to continuously be codependent and be in this spiral of depression and self-deprivation because they're not learning they're not growing so sometimes tough love is the key Uh tough love is sometimes the key so saying something like I can't take that on right now isn't a bad thing if you can't deal with 
um, in a harsh way. If you can't deal with other people's issues 24-7, like... Because they're emotionally draining you 24... We're not talking about one... Mental, actually, messing up with your mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, messing with your mental health and your um, happiness yeah. because you're dealing with this. And also, if you care for a person, it can hurt to always see them in this situation that it becomes too much, it becomes overbearing. Mm-hmm. I've heard of friendships where people um, deal with such negative individuals um, that they have to pretend to be negative. Do you know what I mean? Oh, wow, in the sense bad. that they have to be like, yeah, life is depressing. Or like they can't showcase their happiness. And like That's their, another thing, yeah. Their like successes because this person's constantly so sad, they don't want to feel like they're rubbing salt in the wound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I feel like you just need to come to a point, we just need to grow up, to be honest. That sounds so harsh, but you need to come it to a point... It comes with growth. Yeah, it you comes need to come growth. to a point able to um, self-reflect and go through your problems and when you need someone to don't be shy and go talk to your friends but not depend on them solely so I know now when my friends like like okay listen I need to phone you I know it's something where it's got to the point where it's serious or it's got to the point where they've just need to unload and not that I'm constantly there to solve their problem I'm not their therapist but I'm their friend mm. and I feel like there's a difference you can't choose like that's 100% yeah, you like, can't expect your friend to be a therapist because a therapist is someone who's degree professionally trained and can take on, can all, take of on all of that. that yeah. Your friend is just a young person like you going Human through life, going through their own issues. So it's it's just achieving the right balance, to be honest. The balance of expressing yourself and your feelings to a friend, but also understanding that you said they're not your therapist. Yeah. And um, I think like I've seen people have friendships where like their life is their, the friendship is just about issues and their issues and the other person's issues. A lot of us see friends like this, and when you value people a lot, then um, as I said, it hurts to see somebody so upset. Well, you just feel like you you're can't... living in their documentary, right? <laughs> to be honest, that sounds very very weird. Yeah. Living in their doc living their documentary like living their life it's like a documentary about their life and you're just living living in it you're like the sidekick in a film uh, do you know what I mean would be like a, such a high no like, yeah like have you not watched films where like there's always that one fr- there's a main character and then the friend that's always dealing with like in every oh, film behind the scenes. yeah the behind the scenes oh and they God. come to you I need advice something's happened and then they disappear the rest of the film and then they come back again oh, that's actually ingrained in society that's dangerous that's okay. actually messing people up psychologically <laughs> but what I was going to say is to wrap things up we sounded um, so negative in this podcast guys um, but I just wanted to make it extremely clear I did say I wanted to do the do's, the do's first no, I like leaving the best for last okay um, I just wanted to say the main thing don't just go around cutting everyone off like everything's about growth and you can grow with your friends you can learn from each other you can develop each other the whole cutting people off and I'm cutting this person off and did you really care about them if you're cutting them off over one little thing? Like, grow with your friends. Communication is key in every single relationship when it comes mm. to your friends, when it comes to your parents, when it comes to your siblings. Communication is key. Mm. Like, communicate your issues, communicate your problems, communicate what they did and what they didn't do. And, yeah. Let's just all strive to be better friends, guys. Better friends, you know, you can hear the how to be a better friend or the do's of a friendship in the next episode inshallah stay tuned okay um see you in the next episode tell a friend to tell a friend see you on the flip side guys bye Bye.